What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonners. This is episode 68 and uh, yeah, we usually do our weekly recap of NXT and NXT UK. This week's a little bit different. I'll drop the NXT UK, I might do a separate show over the weekend to cover uh, the uh, wonderful hour of NXT UK action from Wednesday nights. However, this week's edition is just to cover NXT, um, its first two hour live show with our one being broadcast on the USA Network, our two being live on the WWE Network. Going forward from the uh, 2nd of October, we all know that um, it will be going live uh, two hours on the USA Network, head-to-head with AEW's Wednesday Night Dynamite. Uh, But this week, we're just going to be focusing on the debut episode, the first live two-hour NXT from Full Sail. And what a fantastic show it was. But before we get into all of that detail, just to throw out our usual social media plugs. So if you're on Twitter, you know where to find us, at withjohnners underscore pod. On Instagram, go ahead and find us, Wrestling with Johnners. And uh, go ahead and search our ever-popular, fun and interactive Facebook community group. Just search Wrestling with Johnners, and that's Johnners spelled J-O-H-N-E-R-S. Of course, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share and shout about the Wrestling with Johnners podcast. This is your only podcast for your weekly NXT, NXT UK needs, and uh, we do cover and uh, review all WWE pay-per-views and AEW pay-per-views. We'll be reviewing Wednesday Night Dynamite a little bit in the future as well. Uh, So, uh, yeah, your only podcast for all your all-round wrestling goodness. So please spread the word, tell your friends and tell your family to help to grow this podcast so that we can continue producing quality content for you guys each and every week. So I just want to apologise for my croaky voice Uh, I do have a bit of a cold uh, but I'm going to battle through this Uh, but uh, yeah all is good otherwise in the world of wrestling with genres so let's have a look at this week's first live two-hour NXT and of course our one was on the USA Network and like I say it'll be uh, our one on the USA Network next week as well with our two being on the WWE Network and then from the 2nd of October it will be going head to head with AEW's Wednesday Night Dynamite with both hours uh, being shown on the USA Network so we get an awesome introduction to this week's show uh, from Triple H with a little video package to highlight some of its many stars uh, but a great way to start uh, this week's NXT and a fairly good and energetic introduction to anybody that hasn't seen or had exposure to NXT before that might be watching for the first time on the USA Network. And the first match we get, and uh, no better match and no better way to kick off the first live two-hour NXT, especially on the, NXT, uh, the USA Network in front of a brand new audience potentially, is the fatal four-way for the women's number one contender. So this is uh, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae and Mia Yim. Um, And this is for the new number one contenders for the NXT Women's Championship. Of course, Shayna Baszler still holding that belt um, into her second reign. There's an amazing reception uh, for all of those uh, competitors as they come out to the ring, especially Io, um, who's captured everybody's imagination despite being a heel. Um, She is the heel that uh, the EO that we all uh, wanted and deserved um, and uh, yeah she's a much better heel than she was a babyface the crowd are red hot for this match with uh, Bianca military pressing Candice LeRae high above her head before getting a two count from a handspring moonsault um, Shirai is outstanding in this match demonstrating an array of impressive aerial moves as you would expect from the Empress of the Sky and in one of the lines of the night Maro Ronaldo described EO as uh, the 
the Joshi Judas, which was uh, quite an interesting line. But uh, uh, yes, that's uh, Mario Ronaldo for you. Uh, Candice LeRae connects with a code breaker off the ring apron. Belair hits a fall away slam onto the rampway. Uh, Mia Yim then delivers a, um, a, a, a tope suicida. Uh, but uh, none of that was as impressive as the Yoshirai's moonsault from off the top turnbuckle down onto her foes on the outside. That was an awesome sequence of moves there from all four. There's a huge Tower of Doom spot involving all four women in another amazing spot with uh, uh, Bianca Belair appearing to take the worst of that move. Uh, there's so much action, so many high spots in this match. Uh, Belair hits her KOD on Larey, uh, Candice Larey, only to have the pinfall broken up by Mia Yim. Then, just as Io was about to hit Moonsault to end the match, she's pushed off the top turnbuckle to the outside, allowing Candice Larey to hit the Poison Rana onto Mia Yim, followed by a Lion Salt. Hooking Yim's leg and getting the one, two, three. So, uh, yeah, Candice LeRae is our new NXT women's number one contender. Um, so, um, yeah, really good match. Lots of action. All four women completely delivered in this match. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Candice LeRae uh, probably wasn't the favourite to win. I was kind of expecting and hoping that Io Shirai would. Uh, but then to have heel versus heel... Yeah, you know, that that would be an amazing match. Um, but uh, I'm expecting Candice LeRae to uh, uh, to possibly pitch the title in a bit of a Johnny Gargano uh, dream fairy tale moment um, over Shayna Baszler and to possibly have a, 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 a kind of a, a title feud between Candice and Io going forward. But uh, that's a long way off. Uh, but uh, uh, as Candice was celebrating on her way back to the locker room, we get an appearance from Baszler, Duke and Shafir as they stare each other down, uh, bringing an end to this awesome segment and an outstanding four-way match. Uh, so many high spots, so many close near falls, so many opportunities for all four women. Uh, such a great way to kick off this new era of NXT on the USA Network. And if that uh, didn't have the new viewers on the edge of their seats, then I don't know what will. Uh, we will no doubt get a women's championship match between Candice and Shayna in the coming weeks. I'm sure we'll hear more about that as the episode progresses. We then get a video package to promote Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic on next week's episode. Uh, that will be an amazing match for the USA Network audience. And if their previous encounters are anything to go by, uh, then uh, next week's match will steal the show. Be prepared to have your mind blown. Then we get a match between Sean Maluda, um, who's uh, featured on NXT once or twice in the past and was part of the 2015 Cruiserweight Classic. I think it was 2015 we had that, uh, going up against Cameron Grimes. Now, as many of you know, I've been waxing lyrical about Cameron Grimes for many weeks now, especially after his excellent showing on the uh, the NXT Breakout Tournament, where he was the losing finalist to Jordan Miles, of course. But here... He gets a chance to shine uh, on the debut episode on the USA Network, of course. And shine he did. Um, Grimes comes out of the corner uh, like a bull in a china shop with a double driving stomp. Um, the first and only move used in this match, hooking the leg of Maluda, gets the easy one, two, three. Uh, this guy is the man. Um, and it's a great sign that he's been given an opportunity to shine on the first ever NXT on the USA Network, demonstrating that NXT and more importantly Triple H have big, big things in store for this man. The future is definitely looking bright for Cameron Grimes. Then on to the, the main event of Hour 1. So, so quickly, um, Roderick Strong going up against current North American champion, the Velveteen Dream. So this is Roddy Strong's opportunity to prove that he can become a singles champion in NXT. We know that Strong, uh, as our championship 
success alongside Kinda Riley and Bobby Fish in the tag team ranks, of course. But uh, he's always fallen short when it comes to competing for the NXT Championship or the North American Championship in singles. In the past, um, he's, he's tried to capture the North American Championship more recently in that triple threat match in Toronto against Pete Dunne and Dream. And uh, some of you may be thinking, well, when was Roderick Strong in contention for the NXT Championship? Well, for those of you with a really good memory, you will remember that Roddy had a feud uh, not too long after joining NXT a few years back with Bobby Roode. Back when Bobby was called, uh, uh, was Bobby or not Robert? Uh, and back when Bobby was a cocky heel and he was the NXT Champion. Uh, the Velveteen Dream has held the North American Championship since beating Johnny Gargano a number of months ago. Uh, now, this is a perfect platform for the USA Network for a character, a megastar, dare I say it, such as the Velveteen Dream, and his uh, entrance says it all uh, prior to this match. There's plenty of uh, psych psychological warfare leading into this match, uh, no more so than Roderick Strong setting another man's couch on fire, and uh, that is something you never, ever, ever do, people. That's possibly the most heelish uh, thing I've ever seen uh, anybody do in all my years of watching pro wrestling. Uh, what a bastard. Uh, and remember... If Strong does manage to defeat Dream in this match, then the Undisputed Prophecy will be fulfilled, with every member of the Undisputed Era being draped in gold. So, Strong goes to work in this match, uh, straight on uh, Velveteen Dream's lower back, uh, with all manner of backbreakers, as you would imagine from the Messiah of the Backbreaker. This was a red-hot match uh, with so much hot action. Dream gets a close near fall from a Dream DT, uh, but Dream gets uh, tied up in the in the ropes a la um, Andre the Giant Styley when he used to get his arms tied up in the ropes before Roddy strikes with repeated forearms uh, and a Tiger Bomb for a very close near fall. Um, Roddy even applies the stronghold with Dream screaming out in agony and only just getting himself to the ring ropes. Um, then uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish and uh, NXT champion Adam Cole come out to surround the ring. Uh, Dream then gets shoved into the referee by Strong but as Dream hits his Dream Valley driver um, he, he super kicks Bobby Fish off the ring apron who tries to interfere. Strong connects with a huge backbreaker to get another close near fall from this exchange. Dream hits a second Dream Valley driver and goes to the top turnbuckle, but with the referee still being distracted by Kyle O'Reilly from the outside, Adam Cole gets up onto the ring apron um, and uh, he super kicks Dream off the ring apron, allowing Strong to hit one more almighty backbreaker at the end of heartache and gets the eventual pinfall victory to become the new North American champion in this epic dramatic championship match and uh, thanks in no small part to the undisputed era stablemates of course and there we have it a new North American champion to finally fulfill the undisputed prophecy with all manner of um, with, with all members of the Undisputed Era draped in gold. That was a really fun match and uh, the fans were really into every second of it. It was a really well-booked match. Um, outside interference, referee uh, distractions, uh, Velveteen Dream being the, the, the underdog with the babyface fighting from uh, underneath. Um, I think we all had our suspicions that Carl Fish, uh, Cole Fish and O'Reilly were going to get involved and they did of course. Uh, that was a really hot match and a hot way to end the first hour of NXT on the USA Network. Before we had to kind of flick the channel over to the WWE Network for Hour 2 and that's uh, exactly how Hour 2 commenced on the WWE Network with the Undisputed Era on the ramp. Um, all four of them draped in the gold. You had NXT champion Adam Cole, uh, tag team champions Fish and O'Reilly. And of course, Roddy Strong, the new NXT North American champion. 
We then told that uh, um, after a win in the number one contenders match um, in the opening match of the night, we will be seeing Candice LeRae get an opportunity to win NXT Gold against Shayna Baszler in just two weeks' time. And remember, um, as uh, big as the first episode on uh, the USA Network is or was, the 2nd of October show will be even bigger and even more important as that will be the first week that both NXT, uh, that both hours of NXT will be airing on the USA Network instead of half and half. But more importantly, that will be the first week that NXT will be going head-to-head with AEW uh, Wednesday Night Dynamite, of course. Can't wait for that. It will be epic. Uh, we get a match between Pete Dunne versus Arturo Roas. Uh, Rowas. Um, yeah, great to see the Bruiserweight in action on such an important match um, against Atoa Rowas, who has uh, received a, a, a bit of a brief package over the recent months. Um, however, he has been a bit of a jobber to the NXT stars, but uh, given a bit more of a, a serious uh, edge here with his new gimmick. Um, and this, this match certainly didn't disappoint um, between these two. This match starts uh, in a fast and furious fashion, as you would expect, with uh, uh, an armbar transition, um, transitions and a stiff clothesline from Dunn. So plenty of good transitional work between these two. Dunn performs a, a, an elbow stomp, which looked really painful. Uh, Rowis gets uh, in some offense here with several roundhouse kicks. The Bruiserweight soon gets back on the upper hand, getting a two count from an X-Plex. Uh, Rowis gets a close near fall of his own after uh, a kick to the jaw and a bridging German suplex. Then, after getting his opponent onto his back, uh, Pete Dunn does, uh, as only Pete Dunn can, a... He, he, he applies his patented finger snap submission for the victory and it looks painful and wincing um, every single time you see that. I really enjoyed this match. It was a very competitive match. It was better than I thought it was going to be going into it uh, with it ending up being uh, looks like a very competitive match uh, showing off Arturo Rao's his, uh, strong style, you could say. His, his kind of martial arts background, his MMA background, um, but uh, another win for the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne. Um, and uh, yeah, a good showing for both competitors. It was uh, a, a tougher match for Pete Dunne than uh, we would like to see or would would expect from the Bruiserweight, but it's always good to see him in these competitive matches because I think you get the best out of Pete Dunne when it goes a little bit longer and when the match is a bit more competitive and a bit more back and forth. And that's certainly what you got here and a really good match. Go ahead and check that one. Uh this next match was a little bit sloppy. Uh, involved Aaliyah, who you probably wouldn't necessarily expect to see on such an important showcase episode against Zia Lee. Um, so uh, interesting to see two fairly lower card women on the NXT roster on the first live NXT, uh, but a great platform nonetheless to give these two a uh, much uh, wider audience. Um, however, Zia Lee does mess up a jump from the second turnbuckle to the top for an attempted dropkick, landing uh, a little awkwardly. Um, th this is live TV, I suppose. There's no editing like they could probably do back in the, uh, the kind of the when all the episodes were taped back to back four weeks at a time on a monthly basis. Uh, but Zia Lee finally uh, puts the match to bed, connects with a tornado kick, uh, hooks the leg and gets the three count. And a, a fairly good recovery after that mess up earlier on. Um, but uh, a win for Zia Lee there. Then we get what we think is going to be a match between uh, Kashida and uh, Denzel... 
Dejanet, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, but before this match could even get started, even before Kushida could make his entrance, we've got Dejanet in the ring, and then we get this shocking appearance from members of the NXT UK faction Imperium. So in the form of Fabian Eichner, of course, Martel Bartel, Alexander Wolf, um, who go on to destroy Dejanet in the ring. Then we get the ever impressive entrance from the leader of Imperium, WWE United Kingdom champion Volta, uh, to a loud reaction and reception from the fans in Full Sail. Wolf hands Walter the mic, who says that uh, they are Imperium, and to them the mat is sacred. We've heard this so many times before in the, on NXT UK. Uh, but uh, here, this is the first time that the Full Sail audience or the NXT audience have seen all four members of Imperium together as a group. Uh, Walter goes on to say that they are here to restore the honour and the tradition of their support. Uh, then the time splitter Kushida does come out um, and comes out and says that uh, that this is his time and now their time belongs to him. Kushida manages to dispose of Eichner, Bartal and Wolf with Walter briefly managing to get his hands on Kushida but Kushida manages to give Walter the slip and it appears it will be seeing these two in the ring in the coming weeks. I do hope it's not for the UK Championship that really just needs to be defended um, you know, to uh, European or UK talent, in my opinion, people on the NXT UK brand. Um, but uh, fine if it's defended uh, against Kushida, but um, I, I hope um, that uh, Walter retains so that he can continue defending it. It needs to be defended on UK soil, is what I'm trying to say. It needs to be defended on UK soil, uh, not American soil. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's another match to look forward to. Then we get a, another really competitive match. And a, a match that uh, took a lot of people by surprise. A, that it actually took place in the first place. And second, that it was given the time and um, the, the respect that it deserved. Because it was a fantastic match. And it was uh, another number one contenders match. The second of the night on this very important milestone episode of NXT. Um, and it was an unborn contenders match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. So it pitted only Lorkin. And to everybody's surprise, Leo Rush. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about the rest of you, but I thought Leo Rush was done with the WWE, especially after his run on the main roster as Bobby Lashley's manager and his uh, unauthorised, um, <laughs> unscripted interview, uh, which he did on some uh, some internet page, some, some uh, news sites, uh, essentially disrespecting the WWE system. However, the man of the hour gets a huge welcome back chant from the fans at Full Sail. Uh, Lorcan explodes out of the gate um, as soon as the ring bell goes, uh, getting a two count after several running forearms and a spinning net breaker on Rush. Uh, Rush nails a, a handspring back kick, sending Lorcan off the ring apron before connecting with three impressive, super fast dives through the ropes, taking Lorcan off his feet. Uh, this match was uh, performed at an amazing pace from both both individuals. Lorcan lays in some vicious forearm uppercuts with another one sending Rush off the ring apron to the outside. Lorcan gets a close near fall from a gut wrench power bomb. Lorcan then is uh, brutal in his attack of Leo Rush, getting another two count from a, a powerful body slam. Then from out of nowhere, Rush connects with a spring ball cutter uh, for another close near fall. Lorkin takes advantage of Rush's tweak. He tweaked his knee off of a, um, a, a somersault or a backflip off the ropes. Uh, Lorkin drops Rush with another power bomb and a single leg crab, uh, transitioning into an STF, which looked really painful. Uh, Rush struggling, uh, but just managing to get to the ropes to break the hold. 
Dennis Lawkin goes to put on, uh, put, put an end to his opponent. Uh, Rush delivers a Spanish fly from out of nowhere and a dragon's call, a frog splash hook in the leg. And we get a three count for Leo Rush as he becomes the new number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship currently held by Drew Gulak, of course. So this was a, a really excellent match. Um, and uh, what a comeback for Leo Rush, what can I say? However, credit to Lorkin. We've seen uh, from this guy that he can have a great match with pretty much anybody on the roster. And this was another highlight um, on the first week of the live NXT. And as discussed in previous episodes of the podcast, we've mentioned how 205 Live roster and the entire Cruiserweight division will be merged with NXT. And this is a great start for that process. Uh, however, I do feel for the other Cruiserweights that have been battling it out on 205 Live for all these weeks and months, only to see Leo Rush come back and uh, take their spot to become the new number one contender to Drew Gulak's championship. However, having said all of that, Leo Rush has a lot more star power uh, than uh, most of the other cruiserweights put together and uh, is a star you could push to the very top of the cruiserweight division in my opinion give him the belt give him the belt you know I, I love Drew Gulak as champion but uh, like I say if, if you're looking for somebody with charisma with star potential with talent in the ring Leo Rush is your man so he could be a top name um, in the cruiserweight division and NXT pretty soon but a really good match here between only Lorkin and Leo Rush then we get the main event of Hour 2, Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane. This one uh, has been built up over a few weeks, a few months you could say. Um, and uh, after Dane has driven Riddle through the stage, uh, he's even driven Riddle off the, the, the staging area, the ramp at the last takeover in Toronto in August. Uh, I don't think they've had a proper match, to be honest with you. Um, it's all been kind of impromptu brawls. So this was scheduled, I believe, as their first proper match. Um, I know that they had... They, I think they possibly had a match on NXT a few weeks ago, which uh, ended up in the car park and a right of brawl that kind of led to this street fight here. Um, so this might be, you know, the, the rematch, I suppose. Um, however, the match here, here in this case didn't take look too long to get going with the match uh, soon going to the outside pretty quick. There, there's kendo stick shots from Dane as they brawl through the arena. Dane even hits a, a senton um, on Matt Riddle while Matt Riddle was laying on the cold, hard concrete floor. And so that looks pretty painful. Uh, the match heads backstage uh, and even to the outside area with Roddle getting thrown against the side of a truck. We see the Forgotten uh, Sons, um, and uh, we even see WWE Champion Walter, who gets involved. This then sparks an all-out brawl with wrestlers from the back coming out to the ringside area. And a scene that might be more familiar with um, the, the old ECW arena, let alone the, uh, the Full Sail crowd or the NXT arena, as they was uh, describing it here. Uh, but the match didn't even have a conclusion. Uh, so Matt Riddle was fighting with other wrestlers on the outside while Dane was fending off wrestlers on the inside of the ring. Um, the show goes off the air with Killian Dane launching himself through the ropes with a huge dive um, onto a group of wrestlers uh, in what can only be described as a bit of a chaotic scenes to finish off the first ever live NXT. So I'm under the impression that uh, uh, we'll get uh, uh, another match between these two on next week's show. And I hope that uh, it's not one uh, one match too many as we've uh, yet to see a proper finish between these two. So uh, yeah, I don't want people to start getting bored of this feud with all these non-finishes and wild brawls. Um, it's good, it's just good fun, it's entertaining. But I do want to see a conclusion and hopefully we'll get that next week. Um, so we'll remember, the next week's show will also feature Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic and so much more. So 
what did I think of this week's first two-hour live NXT? Um, it was a lot of fun. There were plenty of matches to get your teeth into and lots of action. The women's four-way to kick things off was an excellent match, uh, um, highlighting four of the best NXT has to offer. Uh, definitely, without a doubt. Uh, I, I enjoyed the Leo Rush only Lorcan match. That was a, a clash of stars, but really worked for me, really worked in the ring. Um, there was uh, opportunities for talent such as Walter, Pete Dunne, Kushida and Cameron Grimes to get some TV time on this very important special groundbreaking episode of NXT. Uh, but the true highlight of the two hours um, has to be the match between Roderick Strong and the Velveteen Dream uh, with the Strong claiming the North American Championship to finally fulfil the Undisputed Prophecy, having all four members of the Undisputed Era draped in gold. So it was a, a really successful episode of NXT, I thought. It's fast-paced, uh, lots of action, plenty of matches, um, so lots to get your teeth into, and I hope it's that they can keep up this momentum and energy for the weeks and months to come, um, and especially as we get closer to the debut of AEW's weekly show, which is going to be going head-to-head -head with NXT. NXT, of course, is going to be going to uh, uh, the USA Network for the full two hours from the 2nd of October, which is where AEW's Wednesday Night Dynamite will be debuting. And it'll be interesting to see um, you know, if, if NXT can keep up the momentum. I'm sure they will. Uh, and I think Candice LeRae versus Shayna Baszler has been advertised for that show already. And uh, we know that AEW have already stacked up the card uh, for that debut episode of Wednesday Night Dynamite in a couple of weeks' time. But that is my kind of... Uh, Short and sharp, blinking you miss it episode um, of the Wrestling With Jonas podcast. So, let us know what you thought of the first ever NXT on the USA Network. The first two-hour live episode uh, in the comments or uh, on the Facebook group. Let us know what you think on, on, on our Twitter page or on our Instagram. Um, but, um, yeah, a really good way to kick things off um, for uh, live NXT. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Can't wait for next week's episode. In the meantime, please keep it tuned to the Wrestling With Jonas podcast for all of your um, weekly NXT and NXT UK updates, um, our WWE pay-per-view reviews, AEW pay-per-view reviews, the occasional Progress and New Japan review as well. There's so much more in between. And if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please don't forget to give us a five-star review on uh, Apple iTunes. Please don't forget to spread the word. Tell your friends and tell your family. And let's get even more people listening to the Wrestling With Jonas podcast. Um, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on so that uh, you get notified when a new episode drops. Um, so, uh, yeah, and if you're seeing any of our posts on social media please don't forget to kind of share on on twitter or on facebook and retweet on twitter um so that other people can know that you've enjoyed this episode and uh, get more of your friends and family kind of tuned into the wrestling with Jonas podcast and listen to us on a weekly basis um but yes don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on a single episode people um i'm going to try and drop uh, another quick short and sharp episode to cover this week's NXT UK sometime over the weekend. Uh, got a wedding to go to tomorrow, so I know all of my uh, uh, weekend is going to be, well, most of my weekend is going to be tied up with the, with the wedding, but if I get time on Sunday when I get back, I'll uh, look to record another quick episode of NXT uh, UK. Um, just to recap this week's show on the WWE Network, of course. Um, but uh, we'll be back to our usual schedule next Friday. We'll be covering Next week's episode of NXT, two hours, and uh, NXT UK will be joined by Kieran Reed. where he'll also be uh, updating us on his uh, progress adventures. He was at uh, um, the Electric Ballroom and Ali Pali last Saturday and Sunday. 
uh, watching uh, progress and especially the Sunday show still chasing uh, with uh, the advertised main event being Walter versus David Starr and uh, uh, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee teaming up to take on Mustache Mountain so so much top talent it was an absolutely stacked card and can't wait for Kieran to tell us all about that on next week's show uh, but in the meantime have yourself a great weekend hopefully the weather stays good for this wedding and uh, yeah I hope you've enjoyed this episode please don't forget to shout about it share and subscribe but in the meantime have yourself a great weekend and catch up with you all again soon 